Welcome to happy times and places in which that annoying bloke who crops up too much on the DVD and Blu-ray extras uh, gets all lovey-dovey with a friend of his about a Doctor Who story, even if it's a bad one, blooming snowflakes. Hello, Toby. And hello, faithful viewers and listeners of Toby's Happy Times and Places. It's an utter, utter pleasure to be a guest on here. Um, I am Anthony Townsend, and today I'm here about something that's definitely feels like a happy time and place for me, Time of the Rani. I have episode four of Time and the Rani. Nothing can stop me now. Um... So, uh, I'm going to get uh, my fancy Blu-ray lined up. I'd let the previous episode overrun slightly. So, um, uh, get ready. Do you have the Blu-ray? Do you have, uh, 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 I haven't actually uh, delved into any of the extras on this set, but uh, uh, it's good timing for me to um, tear it out of its cellophane. I always feel when I'm doing that going, I've immediately reduced its collectability. <laughs> um, uh, it's episode four of Time and the Rani with my special guest Anthony Townsend uh, who is going to tell me their favourite two things one thing for episode four and one overall thing at the end of this I've so far guessed none of the same things let's see if we can be in accord at least in time for the final part of Time and the Rani press play in three, two, one um, I started chatting about uh, Pip and Jane Baker uh, uh, w when I was uh, going through um, uh, a divorce. Uh, I know I, I see I appear such fun, and yet there's a trail of disappointed women behind me. <laughs> I suppose actually they're probably less disappointed now. They were disappointed at the time. I have released them from their disappointment. Um, uh, I stayed with a friend in Rystip. Here's now here's oh I'm glad they haven't uh messed with the titles. They've got the wrong titles on episode four. They've got the bit where the doctor's face appears but you can't see it. So I can see why they went, Should we should we do that again? Um uh, and they painted his face gold. I'm uh, but anyway, from, however they did it, they did it better on, on all the other occasions, but accidentally stuck the wrong one on. But I like uh, the fact that the opening titles are not uniform. Um, I like the fact that little anomalies creep in. Uh, and in fact, I've, it's a deliberate policy of my podcast is that I'll sometimes use an uh, experiment with using a different uh, length of the musical opening or a, or a, or, or a, different, a different mix of the music or, or just a slightly different thing. Just because the profession in me goes, they should all be uniform and all be the same. And then you look at things where everything's uniform and the same and you go, but I don't like those. They're soulless. So um, I shall, I shall introduce some. So it's not, it's not like forced eccentricity. I'm not doing it on purpose, but it's just, if it, if, if I feel like doing it slightly differently one week, I will. Um, poor old Bonnie, that's that poor old Bonnie Langford's got this massive, great back claw on her face. and Just see one eye acting away. <laughs> um, Pip and Jane Baker. Um, I remember when I first saw their name on the credits because Pip seems like quite a young name, doesn't it? I thought I thought maybe it was a sort of uh, a brother and sister, um, and, and they were and they were sort of young and bohemian and Pip 
Pip and Jane. Um, I didn't realise they were these sort of slightly adorable middle-aged couple. Um, uh, and she apparently frequently finished his sentences. Uh, and, and they could be seen round Rice Slip where I was staying, going through my divorce. But I never actually had the pleasure myself. And it's odd because I was doing, I started doing Who's Round, my podcast, to get through. It's a great shot. Great. The quarry is doing excellent work here. Um, and he's uh, he's putting some effort into his walk in that monster. Um, and uh, and it's weird because Pip and Jane were a sort of... They, they were sort of mocked. Um, they, they, they were viewed with a sort of amused disdain by, by Doctor Who fandom. Uh, and I think that's a shame because... So I, I was I was sort of I, I never quite got round to going, Oh, I should interview them. I think because they were so close as well, I thought, well that'll be easy and um for some reason I I, I get less satisfaction out of doing things that are straightforward. You know, I, I would rather not interview somebody who lived next door to my brother, say, um, because that could easily be arranged. I'd rather interview somebody that it was really hard to get into contact with and very difficult to secure because that somehow seems like more of an achievement um it's a bit puritan that isn't it through hard work and suffering comes uh comes achievement and value um but uh so i i never i never had the pleasure with pip and jane baker and i suspect it would have been a delightful time and i think when you talk to people who've done the uh who've done the work um as with Richard Martin, whose direction I was not a great fan of, um, when I actually met and spoke to the man, you 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 sort of see the the man in the work a bit more then, and 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 it and it makes you more sympathetic to it. Um, if you can hear a noise, by the way, it's my snoring dog, but he snores in a way that suggests he's got indigestion. Um, but he's just having a snore. That that all looks quite good. The sh the sheer number, you forget how many tetraps there are um their, their pot bellies are rather cute aren't they um and it's it, it's odd that because there are so many available to the production it's odd that we've largely seen you know urak and or one other for for most of the story i suppose it means it's it's kicking up the odds in uh, in in the final episode um uh now I, th I think Bayas has already signalled that he's ripe for self-sacrifice, just in the fact that he's the, you know, he's the one who's helping the Rani, but he's, you know, he's he's got some nobility about him. But at least he's not doing what Ian McElhenney did in uh, the Timeless Children. He's spending the whole thing going, and I'm quite old, so it doesn't really matter if I die. Because she's sort of going, why why are you spending all of the episode? Um, T taking any wind out of the dramatic sails that 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 there may be if 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 we have to lose a much loved character, you're essentially going. It, it will be less sad if I die. So I I I feel at least Baius's uh, sacrifice. Although I seem to recall, he doesn't actually really need to be there. I'll see if my memory is correct. That he just basically they're checking a couple of connections. Um, uh, this is this is uh, I have a friend who's a great big Elvis fan, and I think he was quite chuffed because Doc Two mentions Elvis in this episode. It's, it's odd, isn't it, that Doc Two could run for so long and only actually mention Elvis once uh, in in 
the whole of the classic series. Does Elvis get a mention in the new series? Oh, well done, Kate O'Mara there. She had to act whilst also not getting out of the small cupboard that she's in with the door that shuts quite slowly. She had to do a sort of vampish sort of, oh, I'm so furious, and yet yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to actually try and get out of here because I'm not supposed to. Uh, but I need to buy the door a bit of time. Um, and it's that sort of stage trick um, that you would use to sell something in the theatre a little bit that you don't need to employ in television anymore because we have, uh, you know, much more um, access to, you know, to cutting and to post and to various things that can that can shave off little nanoseconds that can tighten up the action. But uh, because so much of this was, you know, real time, it is a bit more theatrical. And so you need... Uh, I saw Kate O'Mara on stage in, Antony, in a sexy Antony and Cleopatra and it caused some... Uh, it caused some consternation because, um, as as the minister in Blot on the Landscape would say, there was a teat, uh, there was a, there was a nipple on the poster. Uh, Kate, Kate, Kate uh, sort of recreated did a slightly warmer version of the uh, of the opening episode of Triangle on the on the poster, and it was you know it was very much billed as a and and uh, so 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 Cleopatra and her and her ladies. Were, I, I mean, they had some gossamer. Uh, sort of uh, uh, tops on, and uh, but there was a, there was a little bit of there was a little bit of um, nippleage uh, in appearance to spice up uh, an otherwise quite long production of Antony and Cleopatra. Uh, oh, that's that's mean. That's a good effect, though. And, and that's, uh, what I particularly like about that is the fact that the hand goes in the water, which means that you're slightly distracted from the mix. It's a very clever, uh, a very clever piece of direction, that, and a neat moment. Little moments like that uh, show when a director is working hard and being clever. Uh, oh, Bayus? Oh. Oh, is he going to release her? I can't remember. I think he must do. Um, but that's all good. That's all dramatic stuff. And Wonder Ventham um, can do sort of gravitas and emotion with just a look. She's beautiful, isn't she? Um, it's actually a cast of beautiful people. Um, you've got all these actors who probably, you know, their agents like, yeah, and they look, you know, they look good on camera. They're, you know, stunning profiles, good looking actors. And, and Doctor Who goes, yes, and we shall paint them all green and put scales and lion's manes on them. Ha <laughs> um, I hope Mark Greenstreet's well. I liked him. So, yeah, I saw I was with him in Taming of the Shrew and I've seen Kate O'Mara in Taming of the Shrew. There didn't need nipples to augment that. It was exciting enough. Um were there any other Doctor Who people in her? Oh, and in her Taming of the Shrew, Paul Jericho was in that, uh, in Kate Amara's Taming of the Shrew. Oh, and Rob Edwards, uh, who's in The Robots of Death and is the voice of Zoannan. Uh, was there anybody in her, Anthony and Cleopatra? I don't think there was particularly. No. Um, but, uh, yes, it caused, uh, amongst theatre-goers at the Wolverhampton Grand Theatre, there was a some murmurs and i know that some posters that i think you know put a put a an excellent production uh, the times and 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 slapped that on the offending nipple uh, uh censorship via press quotes uh, <laughs> uh 
Um, uh, but uh, of course, I, I we, we went to see it because it was Kate O'Mara from Doctor Who doing Anthony and Cleopatra. There was nothing. Uh, we we weren't lured by Arioli. Um, <laughs> that's such a thing. Um, uh, oh yes, this is. Thankfully, Doctor, ne Doctor Who needs to tell Mel so that now this, uh, that the Rani's plan is totally understandable to everybody watching. I, I, um, I, 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 I can't remember the details, but actually I don't, I don't really care. It, uh, it doesn't have to make much sense. But because it doesn't have to make, make much sense, um, I do feel sorry for Kate O'Mara having to say all of that, which you could tell she's not particularly over the moon about and then she sort of goes back to being all gloriously uh, vampish when we get back to the emotion you know the stuff about i'm creating a shell of chronons but nothing in the world can stop me destroying things yeah you can do you can do a bit of a, a emotion uh to that because the the dialogue is yeah is led by you know what the character is feeling about that whereas i don't think you could feel much about explaining a shell of chronons Um, yeah, it's, it, I actually think Elvis is the punchline to that line, not uh, Mrs. Malaprop. Uh, but I think it, I think the joke there is that this doctor himself is is doing malapropisms um, and getting quotes wrong, which um, I, I, I'm I'm glad somebody decided is possibly the worst thing about him and that he should stop doing. Um, uh, but you know, post regenerative trauma um, uh, makes you try things that your doctor then doesn't do later because the actor is no longer finding their feet uh, <laughs> yeah I, don't know, I think that's good post-regenerative trauma is a good thing because it gives you license as a performer to go should my doctor um always kick people in the shins uh no, no i don't do that anymore it's post-regenerative trauma um uh it's yeah well well done kate because we what we i mean what we don't really know what any of this means loy hargill holy grail that's the beauty of pip and jane baker um a friend of mine did once take a picture of them walking down rice high street and it wasn't intrusive it was it was and it was just from a shot of them from behind of them holding hands and walking down the street and he was very tall and she was quite small uh, and it's a beautiful picture of two lovely old people walking down the street uh, uh, with the added frisson that we know that they are the thesaurus gobbling writers of some silly ludicrous that uh, some of the more uh, uh, the Doctor Who stories with the more l ludicrous uh, 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 um landscape of language um uh but what was i talking about um yeah kate kate o'mara there was uh uh doing a lot of heavy lifting uh while the camera was just on her while she was having to look about excited about loy hargill an anagram of holy grail and i'm sure 
Pip and Jane Baker in the book of Time and the Rani, is it that the the Tetraps language is 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 the brilliant wheeze of what can we do to suggest alien different alien language patterns? Well, they speak English, but all the words are backwards. And you go, oh, God, really? Come on, uh, 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 Doc Two is ambitious and crazy, uh, and sometimes misfires. Um, but but sometimes you get moments where somebody thinks they've had a really good idea and you just have to think about it for a quarter of a second and go, that's that's really not a really good idea. And why did nobody why did nobody point that out? Um So there's a nice bit of uh, a nice bit of jeopardy because everyone's got the bad uh the bad straps on. Because uh, let's not forget she is a a a, a, a high booted voluminously haired um I've, I've said space dominatrix before why not um uh but the things she does are well there's a will there's a beneficiary yeah very good um but i don't I, what are we supposed to make of the fact that that bauble has the wire that can it doesn't matter um but it's like they're all in on something that we as a viewer go, well, that's not, that's not, you know, you haven't worked anything out clever there. That, that just happened to be lying around. Um, but it's okay because it's safe. It's a bit of glitter on their faces as well, aren't they? But, um, but that suggests scales where the scale makeup is not. So, and I, and I think the, the shading and everything on, on the, the facial makeup is very, very good. I do like the Lucertians. They might be one of my things. And is Kef music going to be, Kef McCulloch's music going to be one of my things? I, d I did a thing I don't like there. I, I used a Christian name of somebody I don't actually know. Um, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I've, I think I've mentioned this before when, um, uh, you know, publications called Tom Baker Tom uh, or people called him Tom when, when he's, he's Tom Baker. He's not our mate. He's Doctor Who. He's an actor. Um I'm aware that's very old-fashioned of me, um, but I don't mind being old-fashioned because it it means I now have gravitas. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, why is it that we like things that are old? I th of course, we like things that remind us of of times we understood as you get older you, I think you you understand things less and you're supposed to understand things less because things are more understandable to the younger generation who are creating the world that they're going to end up living in so of course it's going to be a world that they've made sense of that makes increasingly less sense to us um which is which is what keeps which is what keeps us going and uh, uh, and keeps going until we walk off the perch and fall off it. Um, ah, Pasteur. I'd forgotten Pasteur is in it. So we got we do have Louis Pasteur. So we do have some more A-list uh, scientists as well as uh, as well as Einstein. Who did who played Einstein? It's certainly. I, why would people think that's Patrick Troughton? He's small and he's got a face. Um, and that's enough to become a rumour. Um, I can actually probably find out who played uh, Einstein, but it's only me who cares. So this is quite neat that the the Rani is 
hoist by her own petard, as uh, I'm surprised they didn't do. Maybe they do, and I haven't heard it. Um, that her own, her own beastly, uh, her own beastly uh, uh, explosive ankle, ankle exploders um, uh, are used to uh, blow up her own giant talking brain. What does it talk out of? Uh, doesn't matter. I, in fact, I hate me for saying that. It's probably uh, hooked up to a vocal synthesizer, or it's so big and powerful enough that its thoughts can come out of some sort of device it's got at the base of its thing. The, it's fine. That's fine. I didn't even need to raise it. I was just like somebody on an awful clip show trying to find something to criticise when I'm watching a thing set in a space quarry with blue rocks with uh, evil bat monsters uh, kidnapping Einstein in order to uh, stick them in the cupboard belonging to an actress from Dynasty whilst a very dignified uh, stage actor with over 50 years experience uh, walks around with a lion's mane on um, not actually doing anything apart from going oh, I've got to do something I know I'll adjust the bracelets uh, because we need some emotion and somebody has to die because the only people that have died so far have been uh, fairly small characters uh, and a bit of self-sacrifice uh, is always, uh, uh, you know, an emotional target in a Doctor Who, even though he doesn't doesn't really need to be there. That's a great shot. Um, I'd. I, <laughs> she's flipping glorious. I love her. Oh, poor old Bess, uh, and he fell over then almost as badly as he fell over when he banged his head on the stairs um but that but that was a fall over plus explosion so unfortunately he's uh lucretian toast um great models bill dudman shot all of these i like the pink sky as well just little touches like that to 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 suggest alienness um uh but I've, i and the, and the model works very very good um but i'd forgotten actually because Doctor Who gets a bit of stick for quarries, but I, uh, quarries are great locations for Doctor Who. Uh, and I think Andrew Morgan has shot this quarry particularly well. Um, uh, although I, d I don't know why the Rani's Tardis is a pyramid and not a rock, but it doesn't matter. Um, and I think... I like the yes, I like the fact that he can, see. I like the fact that he keeps his fingers crossed. I like my doctor when he's the doctor isn't quite sure um, that it's gonna work. Uh, I, I like the fact that the doctor is a genius, but uh, often makes mistakes. You don't want a a, a flawless hero. They're quite an interesting looking bunch. They've had quite a lot of fun with the uh, the you know the store cup the store cupboard uh, the store cupboard accoutred geniuses. Um, I wonder if you'd have a few more aliens in there now, though. Uh, oh, I shall remember with admiration his largely pointless sacrifice because nobody went anywhere near it. <laughs> he will not be forgotten, but largely because he gave a much better performance in The Faceless Ones. Um, no, Donald Pickering was very good. Yeah, they've they've... So do I. 
he was pretty grumpy with you throughout the whole thing. I hope he's all right, Mark Greenstreet. As I say, he was a nice fellow, and he's a uh, 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 he was a good actor. And I, as I say, I think he was sort of slightly scuppered by Trainer not being a success. Oh, she's not upside down, but something. But but yes, being hung up for so long caused I know caused Kate Mara a few problems. But um, yeah, credit to the actors who are hanging upside down because it's really really uncomfortable. It's a bit like a bat version of the Long Good Friday, isn't it? <laughs> Someone's been totally out of order. Um, now, this uh, is really stupid um, because many of them might now die. But and 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 how does it's 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 i mean when when he said tell the fruit she could have just gone icona's a dick <laughs> uh, so that's the first uh performance of because funny enough i i was on twitter last night having mentioned about the jumper and somebody put up a picture of uh sylvester with the jumper off and just the tie and the shirt uh, and he looked absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, so yeah, I wish they'd uh, I wish they'd ditched the jumper. Um, it's uh, you can you can have too many question marks. We, we, how many is too many question marks? Festooned on a jumper. Um, okay, so well, do you know what? My least favourite Doctor Who story is it now? I didn't find that as much of a chore as. Uh, Part two of Time Lash I really struggled with when we when we did this about halfway through when the plot sort of ground to a halt and uh, they had to sort of fill in um, and everyone just sort of seemed to give up. Uh, nobody gave up in this. Uh, everybody's pretty committed uh, in in lots of interesting and different ways. You know the 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 the, the, the venerable older actors are never once let up. Going we're gonna we're gonna give this you know we're gonna, not over the top. We're gonna we're gonna centre this. Um, that that is what we're here for we're here to provide a bit of ballast in contrast to the leading man who's giving it his all um in in terms of energy and the the leading lady who's who's uh again absolutely committed but uh, takes gusto to fourth wall breaking extremes perhaps um and to the leading guest lady who uh, uh is vamping for mars um uh but but that you know nobody is nobody is wasting our time everybody is uh is is full on so if so, if some of that's misguided um you know in terms of some of the the presentation it's not out of it's not out of laziness uh and it's a lot of fun uh, i yeah i would have happily watched and enjoyed that and very much got over myself and if there's a lesson from a show that is about traveling through time and space and doing so with a sense of humor and saving the world from ludicrous plots and uh uh overstuffed villains uh is that is that doctor who at the character's best and at the program's best sort of goes you you're not that important because there's a whole big wide universe out there uh and but but it doesn't matter that you're not important because actually the little things uh 
are sometimes what makes life very special so one get over yourself and two enjoy yourself uh and uh i'm hoping that uh my journey is uh, enabling me to do both of those things dear anthony uh has two more things to choose let's see what they are oh i have to choose mine first them's the rules i'm going to choose uh the design of the locutions which i think is is different and interesting and i think the makeup is is very very good um uh i, I saw a picture the other day of the shimmer on baby which is basically just green makeup slapped on a baby which i'm sure will be illegal these days um but that 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 makeup has all the contours and the shading and i th just think it's an interesting design and the lion's mane sort of contrast they do look like the love child of a psychedelic lion and a probably unwilling lizard um uh and but i like them i like the lacertian design and my overall thing is it's going to be kev surprises me but it's going to be kev mcculloch's music because when it scores it really really scores and it's a score uh that uh as i say just lifts proceedings where somehow sometimes the rest of the technology and resources cannot um yeah or yeah no i've chosen now with an honorable mention to the fact that pip and jane baker as i say i think often misguided but i do adore them um uh because um again they're 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 not lazy they they you know their commitment to dialogue that um ascends to a level of hyper reality i th i i i think again at the time it, it made the show seem to be trying a little bit too hard and written by people who had done nothing bar um uh sort of hang around in theatrical uh regional theatrical bars for the past 25 years um uh but but nonetheless is a sort of trademark of of this period of doctor who that uh i think now has a certain charm and i suspect anthony well yeah they did cho choose a line uh it, it doesn't matter let's see well well done toby you've uh, reached the end of part four of time and the rani and i hope you've delighted and thrilled in it as i do every single time I watch it. Um, right, and I have got a few things to say about something that really needs to come up in this episode. Uh, and the story really is costume. I love the costume design in this. We get the Rani in a fantastic outfit, which is actually, you can't see it here, but uh, I have a picture of that on my wall. Uh, we have Bonnie's fantastic outfit, which you can see behind me, which I just adored when it came out and uh, when I first saw it and adore it to this day. And I know I'm not the only one. Um, and, you know, just the look of the locations. Okay, they're a bit clean, but uh, that was always the problem, wasn't it? But, um, you know, just, just wafting about as they were. Uh, I just think it looks absolutely fantastic. And so all 
you know, kudos to Ken True and also the new Doctor's outfit, which broke the silhouette that we'd got used to for quite a long time for the Doctor um, and is almost nicely, it was nicely eccentric, but he could almost get away, and does get away with shuffling around in everyday life in it as well. And um, even the pullover, which, you know, is insistent to have the question marks and that has just become a part of him. That's just, that's just how it is. And I love it. So uh, my top thing for part four is just to highlight the costume design and how wonderful it is okay and uh i need to talk about one final thing don't i um yeah something that's really special about the whole story is it does feel like the beginning of a whole fresh new era we just had not that long ago the the hiatus thinking it was axe the series coming back felt very much under the knife with trial of a time lord and we're here we're back again we have a new doctor we have a new script editor we have all those things i mentioned before and it's it's a new start and it certainly feels like it and it is the beginning of one of my favorite eras of Fester mccoy years i could just watch over and over and over again i adore them um you know i am a doctor who fan obviously i mean i i love doctor who unconditionally it's always been there for me since the age of blur uh, you know for the last 39 years so um it's intrinsically part of me and i just love the fun that's being had in the story as well it's that's the important thing is that Doctor Who goes from one sort of program to another here, there and everywhere, but it can just have times of unadulterated fun. And that's what we've got here. It's just to sit back, disengage your brain and just enjoy what's flowing in front of you. And I think Time of the Run just epitomizes that. So if anything to take away from this is that it is just a great big campus tits loads of fun uh so those are anthony's reasons do i get a point for the costume design maybe it doesn't matter i've still lost so i'll let you decide that you can do can decide the score if you really care which i'm sure you don't um uh so that's uh anthony who's now going to uh, uh plug something and tell you a bit more about themselves and uh and that's it that's my views uh i have been given the opportunity to plug something by mr haydick so i'm going to plug a recent piece of work which uh during lockdown my friend nigel fairs who you may have heard of has spent a hell of a lot of time producing a podcast audio drama series called the Pogleywood murders which is a comedy murder mystery series and <laughs> I have been in it throughout. We've recorded it in isolation and he's he's put it all together and uh, released it for week by week over 20 weeks, half hour episodes each. So that's a huge undertaking. And um, it would be great if you go and listen. It also includes such Doctor Who alumni as Louise Jameson and Matthew Waterhouse and Angela Bruce and oh, just, just masses of fantastic actors. And I'm very lucky to have a part in it. Um, we'll have quite a few parts in it, but uh, that was great fun to do. And certainly it helped us all get through lockdown and hopefully it helps some of the listeners as well. So you just have to pop off and do a, an internet search for the Pogglywood Murders, uh, the Pogglywood Murders podcast. 
uh, I think it's, it's, well, I don't know, actually. I can't remember where it's available, but I'm sure you'll find it. And uh, it's free and it's just fun. So just you need to take it away from everything. Have a go at that. Thank you very much, Toby. This has been great fun revisiting Time in the Rani. It's been fantastic. I'm just about to uh, possibly fly off in a vibrant pink bubble, but that's nothing unusual for me. Take good care. Bye-bye. Oh, well, I like to think Anthony is in a big pink bubble, even uh, as they currently are um, in hospital. Um, so look, there's a GoFundMe. Uh, I've brought this forward in the schedule uh, for, I hope, you all agree an important reason so uh i hope this has been uh fun for you lots of love to anthony uh please uh if you can't do the gofundme send lots of good vibes to a good person who uh I, 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 as i think you've witnessed as an example uh of uh, uh seizing doctor who for 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 all of its uh, potential fun value and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and uh yeah i hope uh i i think i've i yeah i think i'm i think i'm getting there with not taking whilst taking life very seriously not taking it too seriously as to not make it fun and you can do the same with doctor who so look if i've got through time and the rani although somebody has just submitted underworld um uh, which I fear is something Time of the Rani never is, uh, which is dull. But who knows, when I get to Underworld, uh, I'm going to go into it with exactly the same attitude I went into this with. This is my favourite programme, and I'm going to love it. And, uh, oh, Bernard, just be very, very careful. Bernard is trying to sabotage. He's just heard, we're not going to watch Underworld now, Bernard. It's OK. We're not going to watch Underworld now. Can I take that wire from around you? There we go, my darling boy. OK. Um, thanks very much for listening lots of love to Anthony uh, lots of love to you out there um, uh, have fun nothing in the world can stop you I think you'll find 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 hey listeners you know how we loved episode 2 well uh, one of your number, listener Nick Milton, has been in touch to ruin that for us. Nick says, Toby, sorry to disappoint, but having just listened to your commentary for Time and Your Auntie Part 2 and your praise for Wonders Tears, I double-checked the production subtitles from the box set, which I was reading when I watched a couple of weeks ago. They actually state that she had a special liquid dropped into her eyes just before the recording of these shots to stimulate tears, an old actor's trick. Uh, mind you, don't know how many folks look at these subtitles, so you could pretend I never told you, lol. Well, you did tell me, Nick, and presumably you're off to a Father Christmas podcast now to tell them a few things. Well, we enjoyed Wonder's tears, but little did we know that they were fake tears. Oh, well, there we go. It was fun while it lasted. So I think you'll find there's not as much, there's not as much poetry in the world as you thought, thanks to listener Nick Milton. Cheers, Nick. Thank you so much for listening to Happy Times and Places, which is presented by me, Toby Haydoke, and my special guest this time around is Anthony Townsend, who can be found on Twitter at Antoine Fruit. 
I would like to thank some of the patrons of Toby Haydock's Time Travels, who include Richard Straw, Stephen Moffat, not that one, Rob Leonard, Peter Harness, yes, that one, Sidney Wilson, not that one, John Williams, Rich Wiggins, Kevin West, Peter Ware, Gavin Ware, Alistair Wallace, Gary Wales, John Turner, Sidney Trote, Paul Taylor-Greaves, Adam Stone, Dave Stevens, Dave Spofforth, David Spencer, Richard Smith, Paul Shields, Jim Sankster, Tom Selinski, Gavin Rymill, Darren Rule, Alex Rowan, Paula Reynolds, Peter Reed, Quadridors, Liam Price, John Pettigrew, Thomas Payne, and Ken Patterson. The music for this podcast is by Dave Gates, and the artwork by Dylan Patterson. My special guest for Time and the Rani is Anthony Townsend. Anthony has worked for much of their life in the charity sector, but also can be found as a name on many writings about the show over the years and has also interviewed on stage at conventions and generally lit up the room wherever they go. Unfortunately, loving Time and the Rani is currently among the least of Antony's difficulties uh, because they've had uh, quite a serious health diagnosis. And so we are trying to group together with a GoFundMe page, a small hand for Antony, that's A-N-T-O-N-I. It's a very long link, but it's GoFundMe. It's been set up by Michael Snooze, uh, and the links will be in the literature for this and can be found on my Twitter. But if you're not sure, uh, drop me a line on Twitter at Toby Haydock or for these podcasts at Haydock Podcasts, and I'll send you the link and point you in the right direction. But it'll be everywhere, I promise. But uh, even the smallest amount, I know financially times are tough at the moment, the smallest amount might help to make Anthony just a little bit more comfortable at a time when they could really do with it. Thanks very much. I don't think anyone carries on listening to this point, so um, I will throw in uh, that the guy playing Einstein was called Tom O'Leary. He wasn't an extra in any other Doctor Who's, and I don't know anything about him. But hey, look, see, sticking around right till the end of the credits means you get some real gems uh anyway if you'd like to become a patron come to patreon.com forward slash toby uh and you get advanced releases bonus material and special access and various bits it's all starts from uh, as little as three pounds a month and you even get a 10 percent discount on top of that if you sign up for a year patreon.com forward slash toby you can also do one-off payment at ko-fi.com forward slash toby but look i know times are tough and i don't want this whole thing to be about asking you for money so do you know what is absolutely free going to apple going to iTunes, going to all the podcast outlets, giving me five beautiful stars. I need those five stars because they act as a magnet for others. Uh, And you could even leave a few nice words of review as well to add luster to your stardust. Uh, And it just really helps uh, to make my internet presence uh, more visible and it helps to draw people to these podcasts, which, you know, I do I do my best with, and I hope you like them. And if you do like them, I hope you help to draw other people too, because I'd feel very silly if this was just me speaking for the benefit of seven or eight people. Okay, begging over. Thanks for listening. <laughs>